China is the world's most populous country, with 1.3 billion people, just ahead of India with 1.1 billion people. With economic growth between 8 and 10 percent per year, economists say the two countries are moving toward becoming the world's largest economies as well. Currently, the United States has the largest and most technologically advanced economy in the world, with a per capita gross domestic product or GDP of forty-three thousand five hundred dollars. China's per capita GDP is seven thousand six hundred dollars, and India's is three thousand seven hundred dollars. Peter P. Botelier, adjunct professor of Chinese studies, says China and India may eventually surpass the United States economically, but it will be a long time before that happens. I think the the prospect is that if these two giant countries continue to grow at their current rate,、uh, they will become the two world's largest economies. But that is still some decades away. India and China have different political systems. India is the world's largest democracy, but China is still under tight communist government control. Pranab Bharthan, professor of economics at the University of California, Berkeley, says foreign investors are willing to invest in countries with authoritarian regimes if it suits their business interests. There is no doubt that、uh, India is, is much more of a vibrant democracy, whereas China, even though things have, in some respects, things have been relaxed, China remains an authoritarian regime. But it is not the case that foreign investors are always attracted by democracies. Foreign investors go where there is more money to be made, and they want a predictable、uh, regime. And sometimes authoritarian regimes provide more predictability than in democratic countries. According to Dr. Pami Dua, professor of economics at Delhi University in India, China may owe some of its economic success to its location. The east coast of China is situated in a highly dynamic and rich neighborhood. Neighbors like Japan, South Korea, Taiwan, Hong Kong, Thailand, and Singapore provided capital for investment, markets for Chinese exports, more advanced technology, and expertise. The neighborhood of India is, in comparison, less dynamic. Pakistan, Burma, Sri Lanka. Bangladesh and Nepal. Very few such transfers took place between India and its neighbors that works towards India's advantage. Professor Botelier argues that China and India face very different challenges. Both countries are now growing at an extraordinarily high rate of around between nine and ten percent. The challenges facing the two countries are not the same. Uh, generally, China has gone much further than India in trade liberalisation and in opening to foreign investment. So many people have expressed some doubt about the sustainability of the Indian high growth at this time, unless the country proceeds more aggressively on the globalisation path. Professor Dua adds that India and China have both advantages and disadvantages as well. Issues facing India are much more broad-based, such as improvement in infrastructural facilities, effective administration, labor reforms, etc. 
One disadvantage that China has is the lack of good quality record in software. Another disadvantage is the low percentage of Chinese population speaking English and a less mature business process outsourcing industry. However, China has certain advantages compared to India that include lower manpower costs as Chinese workers cost less than similarly qualified Indians. China and India have come a long way since they fought a brief border war in 1962. Both countries are not only developing economically at a rapid pace, but they are also making extraordinary efforts to increase mutual trade and to improve bilateral relations. Chinese President Hu Jintao's state visit to India last November reflects the progress of bilateral dialogue on a range of issues over the past few years. Rapid economic growth and the expansion of bilateral trade have fueled the development of closer relations. Trade between India and China reached $18.4 billion last year, up from only $338 million in 1992. Both countries pledged to double trade to $40 billion a year during talks in New Delhi between Indian Prime Minister Manmohan Singh and Chinese President Hu Jintao. Despite these developments, several analysts say India remains suspicious of China's relationship with its longtime rival, Pakistan. And China is concerned about New Delhi's growing ties with Washington, especially their landmark nuclear agreement allowing India access to civilian nuclear technology. Some expect the United States to deepen ties with India, a democracy it views as less threatening as a counterbalance. However, Professor Botelier says concerns that the Chinese are worried about India's relationship with the United States are overblown. I am very pleased that the United States and India are developing a good, constructive, friendly relations. That is very important for both countries. I do not think that the nuclear, the proposed uh, civilian nuclear agreement between the United States and India is resented or rejected by China. In fact, the Chinese government has been remarkably silent on that subject. One would have expected the Chinese to have protested, but they have not done so. Even during the recent visit by the Chinese President uh, Hu to India in the latter part of last year, this was not a subject of discussion. Although the vast majority of the rural population in both countries remains illiterate and impoverished, and many structural and institutional problems lie ahead, many analysts say there is no doubt about the enormous economic potential of China and India in the 21st century. This report was written by Subhash Bora. For VOA News Now, I'm Steve Ember.